Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sexiest show on earth, The Coffin Joecast. Featuring your hosts, Killer Wilbur and Joel. Sit back, relax, and don't touch the co-host. They might bite. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. And notice there's silence there, because there's no Joel this week, unfortunately. He has a sick son that he has to take care of, but we've got plenty of people to replace him. We have got the hosts of the uh, No Hope for Humanity podcast. We've got Harry Trucker and Evan. G'day. G'day. Good day. So, welcome aboard. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to have to forgive me because I'm going to be a bit lost without Joel. He's, he helps guide this podcast along. So, a bit loose today. Uh, yeah, so, I hear he's a drink of my favourite beer. Someone's favourite beer, not mine. <laughs> it's pretty terrible, uh, but it is Foster's yeah. and it is premium ale. Fuck Foster's. And we did find the 25.4 fluid ounce containers, so... We're we're in this for the long haul, my friend. Yep. You know, biggest cans of horse piss around. Yeah. Well, speaking of Fosters, uh, my youngest brother thought he'd be funny this week, and uh, he sent me a six-pack of Fosters. He's a little shithead. I rung him up and called him every, every name under the sun. I was just swearing at him, telling him he's a prick, he's a C-word, he's blah, blah. But <laughs> I said to him, at least I know you actually look at my Facebook, so you know about all the joke. Right. But, yeah, it's a... That's my little brother for you. He he will take a joke and he will run with it. So I applauded him for the joke. But I'm keeping the cans so I can throw them at him next time I see him. <laughs> throw them in the freezer first. Yeah, harden them up. Anyway, on this podcast, we asked, we talk about podcasts on this podcast. So the one question we do ask on this show is, uh, how did you get into podcasting as a listener and well, as being podcasters yourself now? Well, I'd barely even call us podcasters. No, the show's great. Like I love it. Shows up. Oh, yeah, and four great shows so far, I reckon. But yeah, I appreciate that. Anyway, I I started listening to podcasts about was it got to be like eight years ago or something crazy like that. I started driving a truck for a living, and I had to have something to keep me in, you know sane because mm. there is not shit on the radio up here. <laughs> There's not shit on any radio anymore. I don't think. No kidding. Dying breed. Yeah, and I think I got into podcasting roughly about the same time. Um, I It was a new thing in iTunes, and I was just kind of scrolling through it and I actually stumbled upon uh, Sick and Wrong, and that led me towards The Mediocre Show. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What was your first show you, you got aboard on? Because I know my first, um, Pen from Pen and Teller, I think that was one of the first ones I did. And then while I was searching for others to listen to, I, I started with The Awful Show basically, in this community, the community of the people we know, you know, and then went on to Mediocre and you know, then Sick and Wrong. and so. Yeah, I, I, 
Well, I started off listening to a, a local talk show that was okay. The BJ Shea Morning Experience up here. They had a podcast, and then that wasn't enough to get me through a day. So I went looking through iTunes, doing the usual thing. What, what the hell is all this crap? Mm. And stumbled stumbled upon uh, like the mediocre show because you know you know self deprecating bullshit uh, appeals to me. So gave it a shot. I think I was I think it started in like episode ninety six. So that tells you how long ago that was. Yeah. Well, that's where I know you from, Harry Truckers. When I come aboard, like listen to mediocre, and you you're always like around, being talked about, or doing some uh, voice work for him, doing the happy birthday thing. And <laughs> Voice work, is that what we're calling it? No, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd, on occasion, I'd, I'd uh, think I'd be funny by, you know, singing some crappy version of a song. Yeah, Evan's making faces when I said that. <laughs> and, 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 you know, doing the birthday thing, which I was just doing as a little throwaway shit, but they're still playing that garbage. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. Um, so, about your podcast, what was the idea behind that? Where... Where'd the idea originate from? Or? Well, basically, we were sitting around um, playing Cards Against Humanity one night and getting pretty shit-faced. <laughs> and at the end of it, we realized our faces hurt because we were laughing so hard at just our game. And we're like, why the fuck didn't we record that? That that It's hilarious. Like Anyone listening would have thought that was funny. Now, we were really drunk at the time, and we went ahead and agreed to try recording it and that is no hope for humanity yeah it, we it was we were obviously drunk when we came up with the idea and I, like ne- next day i call up evan and it's like okay does, do we still think this is a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and, and we really went ahead with it i don't know what the hell happened there i think i was still drunk enough to say yes this you're is always, a great idea you're always drunk though <laughs> but uh, yeah we it, we but since we decide, since we both listen to so many freaking podcasts, and we've all heard, you know, the, the really shitty ones where someone smacks a mic in the middle of the table and everybody yells at it. Yeah, yeah. We we, we decided to, you know, spend a little bit of extra money and try to do at least three quarters right. Yeah. Well, as I said, I, I'm loving it. And as soon as you started the first show, I loved it. You had Jay Whitaker on there. And he was funny as hell. And uh, yeah, it's been great. I'm, you know, I'm right into it. You know. For a, a podcast that's just beginning, you you're coming out of the gate really strong, I reckon. But that's just my opinion, being a podcast whore myself. Well, thank you. So, Thanks. Um, I'm loving it. Uh, I know the Mike loves it. It's one of his favorites. I've heard because it's a different um, take on podcasting. But okay, I, I, that, that's news to us. Does he, did he really tell you that? I uh, got it through Joel, but yes. No, no shit. Because Joel, wow, you, that's great. You know Joel podcast with uh, Mike again on Double oh, yeah. O. Yeah. So yeah, the Mike Mike loves it. It's a as I said, it's a different concept for a podcast. So he, he likes anything well, in, innovative and stuff. So yeah, that kind of surprised us too. I mean, when I went looking for you know trying to figure out show titles and stuff and try to see if there's anybody else doing this, there was one podcast out there called the Podcast Against Humanity, which would have been the name we picked if they hadn't first. Mm-hmm. They did like two shows like earlier in 2014 and then kind of fell away. And it, it's just, it's the game lends itself really well to audio because there's not much else. It's not like you have board game pieces or anything to play yeah, with. Exactly. It, it just works so well. It's like Scott the Pool Boy and his podcast. He, he come up with a, I don't want to call it a strange idea, but you know, a different idea for a it, podcast, and it 
it's a strange idea. <laughs> <laughs> he's a strange dude. Yeah, and he is. I think he's kind of our inspiration a little bit as well, just to do something that is not a talk-based format like this, but yeah. rather a game-based format. And and I know it exists with um, Dungeons and Dragons and things like that. And we're not really all that into that, but we are into making fun of the most obscure and shitty pop culture things we can possibly think of. So there you go. No hope for humanity. Yeah, that and the humanity. fact that the cards do three quarters of the work and we don't have to <laughs> speak off the cuff like I'm trying to do right now. And the alcohol does the rest. That helps a lot. We we most recently did a, uh, a, a round of shows where we did the first two and got way too drunk to try to do a third. Hmm. And the next morning show, we're still debating whether or not that's ever going to see the light of day. Yeah. Well... Alcohol and podcasting seems to go together well, I think. That's just being an Australian, because we're all drunks down here. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say Fosters and po- podcasting definitely go well together. This is this is incredible. I just yeah, got, it's, 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 it's awesome. Yeah, I just got to say, hashtag FFF. Fuck Fosters Friday. <laughs> uh, and Saturday, for that matter. Yeah, well, Sunday for me. So, um, forgive, uh, forgive us, uh, Jameson decided he was going to make some noise. That's fine. Don't worry, we, I told you, we, this is not uh, one of the most professional podcasts in the world, trust me. This is this is my church, as I say to Joel, because it's Sunday for me. I, I go to the church of the podcasting every Sunday. Makes a whole lot more sense than that shit does. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you've uh, heard the stories about me that I... Um, I fell downstairs and broke my hip once, and then a year later, I fell downstairs and broke my neck. Yeah, I, I heard those stories. Mm, well, guess what happened last night? I slipped. Oh, and, what'd you break? Th- what'd uh, you break this time? My coccyx. <laughs> no, I you just broke land- your tailbone. Yeah, I landed on my butt. Thankfully, oh, Jesus, man. So I've got a, a sore, bloody ass. Um, <laughs> got- yes, that's Australian, and a nice <laughs> bruise on my elbow. And yeah, the worst part was because. I live on like a third floor of in my apartment block and um, my missus was walking down the stairs in front of me. She'd already been, she was down on the floor below me and I called out for her help and she come up and she just couldn't stop laughing and I'm just yelling at her, stop laughing, stop laughing and the more I told her to stop laughing, the more she started laughing. I'm like, I was getting the shits. I'm like, do you understand? I just had a freak out. Last time I fell downstairs, I broke a neck. So, so at this point, I mean, do you, do you ever walk up to a set of stairs without having a panic attack? No, it's going up. I'm fine. It's going down. I find the quickest way to get downstairs. It's usually head Isn't first. first? <laughs> <laughs> Is gravity a lot stronger in Australia? What's your deal with stairs, man? I don't know. Well, I'm tall and skinny, so like, and all my weight's up the top. If you know what I mean. So, I'm top heavy. So, as soon as I miss one step, the top of my body just falls forward, and I'm supermaning down the stairs. So. I don't know if you could use that as an excuse. I'm quite uh, <clears throat> top-heavy myself, and I, I haven't uh, broken anything important recently. Yeah, well. Anyway, it's the long-running gag that Killer Wilbur can't use stairs, and I did it again last night. But at least I'm not in hospital today. That's all I've got to say. I'm just very did sore. A- did you actually break it, or... Nah, it, nah, it, nah. It's just bruised. Bruised yourself. Bruised, yeah. It's just sore. Very oh, okay. sore. It's not that bad, then. Nah, it's not as bad as last time. The broken neck. Oh, that was like... Uh, Four months off work, uh, wearing a neck brace for five months, and yeah, so. But it's a long-running gag with me, and, on, and especially on this show now about me and stairs, and 
So, as I said, still, you, what pissed me off the most least, was my missus laughing at me. <laughs> were you at least drunk or do you have some sort of excuse? Uh, I wouldn't say I was drunk. I did have a couple of drinks. What had happened is uh, my parents come out. I don't know if you know the story about the girl I'm with is my brother's ex and caused a lot of family drama. Parents didn't talk to me for a while, but they come out and visited yesterday. brought out um, a lot of Christmas stuff, their old Christmas tree and um, a lot of these Christmas stuff that I used to have at their place. So they'd been out here and they, they come out and seen us and give us some money for Christmas. So we're on our way out to go do some shopping using our, our little Christmas money. And so I'd had a couple of drinks while they're here, and uh, yeah, problem is it's been raining around here. It's been pretty every night. We've had bad storms and whatnot, and uh, the the floor was a little wet. And then I was wearing a pair of shoes that haven't got much grip left on them. So <laughs> literally, both my feet just come from underneath me, just slipped, and bang. So at least I went down on my ass, not on my head. Yeah, I mean, that's a nice improvement, anyway. <laughs> so. I'm going to have a little freak out every time I walk down those stairs for a week, but that's all right. I should like have someone build you a ramp or something. All right. Put an elevator in, I think. <laughs> Wait, don't you call that a lift? A lift? Yes, we call them lifts. Elevators, lifts. He's used to talking to us idiot Americans. <laughs> I'm used to well, it. Thank, thanks for translating. All right. I, all right. Do you know what the Sydney Harbour Bridge is? Yeah, I do. Oh, good, because Joel... I, I, didn't. Is that the one they always show in the pictures? Yes, they do. The, the, the big giant white arch or whatever they call it? The arch, yeah. It's right near the Sydney Opera House. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it's right across the water from it. Joel didn't know this, and if Joel's listening, I'm sorry to bring this up again, Joel, but I couldn't believe you didn't know what the Sydney Harbour Bridge is. It come up in conversation because um, I'm guessing you know who Paul Hogan is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, before he became movie star, comedian, whatever he did, he was actually, uh, he painted the bridge. He was a bridge painter. So um, something come up about Paul Hogan, and I just mentioned that, you know, he used to paint the Sydney Harbour Bridge, and Joel goes, what's the Sydney Harbour Bridge? And I went, you do not know what the Sydney Harbour Bridge is? <laughs> I'm, this is part of this podcast is teaching Joel about Australia too. So That's kind of, that's kind of like this one of us talking to someone out of the country, and they don't know what the – like the the – the bridge in San Francisco is Golden Gate. It occurred to me. No. Golden, Golden Gate, Bridge. Gate Bridge. There we go. Then, yeah. Or the Grand Canyon or like Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I know plenty about America. I've always been a fan of America and American culture. So I Why? Don't, I don't know. Because Australia is just mini America anyway. We, um, we just virtually copy use, you know. Sometimes it's seven years after, you know. Like, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and we follow you into wars, you know. As soon as you want to fight some Arabs, we, we're there to back you up. And <laughs> uh, well, thanks for that, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Well, someone did anyway. We're doing it again with ISIS. We're over there flying our planes, dropping our bombs. And you just, the funny thing is that um, America is charging us for the bombs we drop. We're charging you? Yeah. Every time we drop a bomb, they charges because we must get our bombs from america so oh, of course yeah we're well, the only bomb manufacturers in the world yeah well, we use so many we may as well sell them to people <laughs> yeah so. see i'm lost without joel where's my little buddy <laughs> it's weird yeah, you're missing that person to bounce off of yeah i know we bounce off well 
See, this is where Joel and, takes over when I go. To- <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're actually working on something over here. We're going to give something a little shot. You might want to add this part out, but uh, you want to explain it? Sure. So we're thinking we can do a little, little lightning round with you. Yeah, um, we're going to read some black cards from Cards Against Humanity, and you just think of the first thing that comes to your mind. Normally there are white cards you'd have to choose from, but since uh, you're in Australia, not here, that's going to be a little difficult. So we're just going to read off some black cards, and you come up with the funniest thing you can off the top of your head. Okay, we'll try this. I'm not that funny. Uh, we're, we're not either. That's why we have cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number one. During his midlife crisis, my dad got really into blank. Porn. Very good. That's an appropriate answer. Uh, number two, white people like blank. Six. I think all people like sex. I think I, there's, a, there's a theme running. Here. I was about to say, he's picking here. up on the theme. <laughs> uh, number three, what are my parents hiding from me? My money. <laughs> good answer. That didn't involve white. Um, <laughs> only two things in life are certain, death and blank. Texas. <laughs> Texas or yeah. taxes? Taxes. Okay. Because <laughs> Texas would have been acceptable. Oh, Texas. <laughs> but before I kill you, Mr. Bond, I must show you blank. My dick. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped in my head, too. There's a white... Your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, There's I better car- do this. You, you know the um, what we call my dick. It's called didgeridoo, and I always do this every show. Right. <laughs> That's perfect because that leads into when all else fails, I can always masturbate to blank. Sound of his own voice. Yep. <laughs> no Did hope you- for humanity. A podcast. <laughs> No, nah, got nothing for you. <laughs> I, 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 trust me, it's a lot funnier when we're actually doing a show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I'm, so where do we go from here? Uh, well, I've got a voicemail to play in a minute. But, um, okay. I was going to bring up, um, I hope I can find these cards down here in Australia. The, do, don't, they don't sell them down in Australia? Uh, they probably are. I've just got to go to a, you know, one of the gaming shops or you know, something like that, but... You can just, I'm pretty sure you just go to their website, cardsagainsthumanity.com. They have a they have a, a web store and they sell everything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they sell down there. Yeah. It's not like you live in not like you live in Iran or anything. No, no, no. I, I live in the future. So my the cards future. are <laughs> future boy. All right. Well, same way, sort of hit a spot here. I've I've got a voicemail from um, Justin from the Bad Parenting Podcast. I have not heard this yet. Joel sent it to me this morning. And uh, let's see what Justin's got to say. Hey, Killer and Joel. It's uh, Justin from Portland. Just wanted to call in, and I wrapped up episode 41 not too long ago, listening to the story of uh, Janice and Blood Mountain and the uh, the fight that then ensued afterwards. And I have to say, uh, damn. Um, listening to her describe how she had to walk back down the mountain and she could only hold her foot in one position, otherwise it was like walking on jello. 
all I could think about was just hitting the ground and immediately going like this. Yeah, I, I mean, just I, I hell of a lot more man than I am to be able to pull something like that off. So I'm glad to hear she's doing better and that things went well with the surgery. And I uh, just wanted to call in and say hey and love the show and keep up the good work. And it was a joy to have you two on my podcast last week and hope to do it again sometime. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Cool. Thanks, Justin. Uh, you, do you guys know Justin? I, I only know him through Facebook, yeah, well, and that's uh, how we know. I haven't each. had a chance to listen to the show either, yeah. honestly. Oh, that's a good We're show. working uh, diligently to get him on our show, though, because uh, he's a funny motherfucker. Yeah, oh, you've heard him, but yeah, he um, well, he will have you on your show. You can go on his show anytime. Trust me, he's always looking for people. Me and Joel were on his show last week after we did our show last Sunday. Um, we I, I sort of uh, hijacked myself into the show because Joel was planned to be on, and I. I said, oh, I'll, I'll join in. And uh, sort of hijacked the show. But So you just basically did a three-hour-long show cut in half? No, well, we did our show, and then it was two hours later. Oh, okay. <laughs> we go going to Justin's. But yeah, Justin's been um, on our show, on this show a couple of times now. He uh, he he was one of the emergency third co-hosts the other week when someone didn't show up. So, yeah, he's a good bloke. He's very enjoyable to talk with, so... And it seems like he's a funny bloke because that was a funny joke he just did. We're not worthy. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of our biggest supporters that I know of on Facebook, and we yeah. definitely need to get, get in touch with him. He's a big supporter of uh, all podcasting, so he's one of these people that you know just enjoys the podcasting community and he just you know just uh, promotes anyone they, that he can. And so I've only known Justin like six months, I suppose, but yeah considering him a good friend at the moment. So, yeah. Joe, come back. Yeah, I need help. <laughs> this is the reason we have to play with cards. We don't, we don't actually have to talk that much. Yeah, well, I'm just sitting here in my bedroom staring at a bloody computer screen watching the uh, waveform going on <laughs> with a microphone in front of me. Yeah, and I, I've been delegated to the bedroom because my missus uh, took the room I had set up as my studio because she's... um studying to be uh well she's a aged care nurse but she's doing um she's trying to become an, a registered nurse so she's doing a uni um mm. homeschooling sort of thing she goes to uni twice a week and but so uh, when i first started doing this podcast with joel I had everything set up in that room that was going to be my studio and then she started doing um her, her studies and that and she took the room off me <laughs> I'm like oh thanks now i've got to go to the bedroom and so, isn't that where most podcasts are recorded in, yeah. in someone's bedroom? Yeah, the thing is, it's I've got to move everything in a position, position and set up instead of where I used to have it, where it was like everything set up, just hit the power and I'm ready to roll. Now it's like every Sunday, it's like all right, got to go in the room, put the table in position, get the microphone out. Get <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's kind of us too because we do this on Evan's uh, living room table, and so. When we set up for like five or six people, it means we have to like go through a couple hours of you know setting up microphones, getting the, making sure the computer is running, things are recording. It's it, it becomes yeah. a whole thing, and Evan gets a little grumpy sometimes. Yeah, I don't uh, blame him. I'm always grumpy, but 
it it's really infuriating when I'm trying to set up podcast equipment and people are trying to eat breakfast. So, <laughs> because we do this on the dining room table, and my wife, who is a lovely person, is even more lovely. You're only because, saying that because she's in the room. She, no, not at all. Not at all. Well, no. I, oh, she is here. Shit. Um, but no, uh, she actually lets a bunch of geeky people invade her house. And set up a bunch of equipment and drink a ridiculous amount to the point of throwing up on the back deck. Oh, shit. And, <laughs> and she's all good with it. She laughs at it, so... We're back. Sorry, people. You can have a bit of a weird edit in there in the middle. <laughs> Told you, this is not the most professional podcast in the world, I'm... No, we could tell. I'm lazy. Maybe the least professional podcast uh, I've ever heard. <laughs> I've done so many. I used to edit so hard. I used to really put so much effort into it. And all I like doing is just turning the microphone on, hit and record. I'll chop out the beginning, chop out you know the end, and, and tidy up the audio a bit. And that's all I do. Then ship it well, off. Anywhere, any, anywhere where I think we probably left off. Evan was just saying how lovely uh, DJ is for letting us all invade his house and then, and then uh, crash on his couch and spare bed after the shows because we are far too drunk to be driving anywhere when we're done. I, I recommend you don't drive drunk. You get in trouble for doing things like that. This is why I don't have a license. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know that. Well, I can get it back any time. I just got to pay the fine. That was like four or five years ago. But yeah, I don't. We always bring this up. I don't know if you know the story of um, an American woman who fell in love with me and flew down to Australia twice. If you didn't listen to the awful show, you wouldn't know the story. But, yeah. Had this woman come down. She come down. She organised to come down in June, I say, and then she was too excited, so she come down in May. Um, yeah. Amusing. Yes, stories of killer Wilbur. Um, she come down early. That was fine. And then the second time she come down, I uh, I took her out. I went. We, I booked a couple of um, places to stay. And uh, the second place we stayed, we pulled into the you know. And I had a couple of beers at lunch. And I thought I'd take her out to uh, Bathurst Mount Panorama. Uh, people who listen to the show know what Mount Panorama is. My favourite place. And um, unfortunately, as I was driving in, they had a, um, a booze bus, is what we call it in Australia. But there was the cops there with the uh, breath testing equipment, and guess what? I blew 0.06, and our legal limit's 0.05 down here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, ours is 0.08. Yeah, I know it is. And if it was 0.08 down here, I'd still have a license. Well, that's just to be clear. It's technically .08, but if you're swerving all over the road and being an idiot anyway, they could bust you regardless. Yeah. Uh, and the thing was, I wasn't drunk. It was just residual well, yeah. residual yeah. alcohol. I had a few wild turkeys the night before, still in the system, and then drove on to the next um, place we we're going to stay. And at lunchtime, I had two beers, two VBs, not Fosters, just so we can get that clear. And, uh, I don't yeah. think I'd call Foster's beer. No, I call it. Well, I wouldn't even call it cat piss. I think cat piss would taste better. <laughs> I I've never tried cat piss, but this isn't that bad. Uh, I reckon it is that bad. Well, it has a kangaroo on it. That can't be bad. As long as it hasn't got a drop bear. <laughs> okay, okay, that joke is is lost to me. You've mentioned this a few times. I, is that supposed to be a koala? It is no. a koala. 
A drop bear is a koala? Koala. And koalas aren't actually bears, right? They're marsupials. Yeah, we know yeah, that. Yeah, that part, we but... knew, but oh, good. I thought a drop bear was a different thing. No. Drop bears are real in the sense of, because um, koalas, when they eat the eucalyptus leaves, they get drunk on them or stoned, and they fall to sleep and fall out of the tree. <laughs> okay. And that's you. where, a drop bear is a real thing, like koalas do fall out of trees because they get stoned on the, the eucalyptus and that. But the the joke goes is um, drop bears are like vicious little animals that jump out of the trees and attack you. Is And that's yeah. what I play up on. Yeah, I saw that picture of like that filthy koala yeah. looking all kinds of pissed off. Yeah. So. And we're, I'm trying to get a movie made. We've got a, a friend, um, shit, I can't remember his name now, from Creepercast. Uh, uh, yeah, him. <laughs> anyway, um, when he was on, we we just you know, bandied about the talking about drop bears and just we decided, well, we're going to write a movie about it. So I've sent him a few ideas, you know, to explain, like, how the yeah, movie I should picture a, 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 like a really cheese ball. Yeah, like a Sharknado. Made yeah. Like, that. like Sharknado, and that's our plan. Do a like a cheese ball movie. And the, the irony part to it all is, um, it's actually there's going to be an American that comes down to uh, help study or, or whatnot, and um, it's the American that survives the movie, and it's all the Australians that die. <laughs> As it should be. So, yeah. That's our plan. Make sure, make, make sure the um, uh, one of the Americans is black and he dies first. <laughs> yeah, well, you should do that. No. It should be an Aboriginal. <laughs> Australian. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. You just helped me. I'll, I'll send on a little note to... Um... Jesus Christ. This is why I hate podcasting because my brain just shuts down since I've got a microphone in front of me. I can never think. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... All right, so... Uh, here at uh, No Hope for Humanity, we devised a few questions for you in particular, because uh, you are probably our only Australian listener. Mm-hmm. So, uh, question number one: Which way do the toilets flush? Um, they flush down. <laughs> you know, that's a myth that the the water actually goes backwards. There's, it's not, it's not big enough for it to work. Um. The, the Coriolis effect is what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. So it only affects like uh, cyclones and and stuff like that. A large enough body of um, wind and water and whatnot. But no, the toilets and the sink. So, so, so yeah. the big storms actually go in an opposite. Yes, they now. do. That's where the the the, uh, the myth started. That's the truth about the cyclones. But yeah, the whole oh, idea okay. of uh, our yeah, water goes down a different way in the sink, or the toilet flushes differently. So there's not enough uh, force inside it to actually make it work. Who the fuck knew we actually learned something? Wow. As I said, this, so, this is what this podcast is, is teaching Americans about Australia. Well, then they have a really American question for you. Do kangaroos really box? Uh, yes, they do. That's how they fight. Expand on that. <laughs> well, what they do is they they lean back on their tail and start swinging, you know, with their little paws and their their feet, the their legs. They do. Are you fucking with us? No, I'm not. Fu- I'm being honest. Yes, they do, and that's why kangaroos can really fuck you up if you you know come across like a a big red kangaroo, one of the big ones. Yeah. They they'll mess you up. Yeah, seriously. They just lean so back what? on their tail. And and just start swinging with their um with their legs, and they got like uh, decent claws on them, and yeah. 
What about like the like the stupid like Looney Tunes cartoons where they'd have them with boxing gloves and nah. stuff? Is that a thing that actually happened? Oh, it's it's happened. Um, a guy in America got in trouble. Uh, was it last year? Because he actually put a kangaroo in the ring with a person and put gloves on him. Wow. Yeah, and it's been done back well, back in the days where you know people did things when they didn't care about animals, sort of thing. Yeah, but, right. Yeah. When we're allowed to hurt them and stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, it's been done. Seriously, it's been done. Yeah. Wow. Learn something else. So um, here's something that affects me uh, on a personal level. Um, didgeridoos are being used more and more in American shitty folk music. <laughs> and I just want to know, are they really all that common and or popular in uh, the fine uh, country of Australia? They're common amongst the Aboriginal people, which I am one. I'm part Aboriginal, by the way. Um, yeah, it's a traditional um, uh, instrument for Aboriginals. Yeah, the trick is um, you've got a circuit. What do they call it? Circulation breathing, where you actually are just constantly blowing. You've got to learn how to uh, breathe in while you're you're blowing out. That's how it, you get the constant sound out of it. Right. And before you ask me, no, I can't play one. I just play with my little didgeridoo in my pants. <laughs> My wife gave me a look of like, what's he talking? Oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the last really important question is, have you ever wrestled a crocodile? Nope. There's no crocodiles in Sydney. Oh, except for in um, the wildlife parks. But no, crocodiles are up in the Northern Territory, in the the top end of Australia. So, only crocodiles I've seen is in the Sydney Wildlife Park. So... Never wrestled a crocodile. Okay, now I actually have a question for you. Paul Hogan hasn't done a single goddamn thing since the, what is it, the third uh, crocodile, crocodile Dundee, Dundee movie. Is he still doing anything? Yes, he's he's done a lot of other movies. They just haven't made it to America, I suppose. Oh, is, oh so he's got, they're being released down there then? Yeah, uh, yeah, a couple of Australian movies he's done. Uh, okay, I was honestly just curious. And, and speaking of Paul Hogan, we want to get him for our drop-in movie. So I'm sure he'd do it for ten bucks and a six pack of Fosters, yeah. but well, no doubt. It's because we want him to say that's not a that's not a koala, that's a drop bear. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep, uh, that's our plan. But yeah, like anything, you know, you need money to make these movies. And well, anyway. it's not like you're it's not like it's a, you're trying to like recreate a, like a tornado or anything in a movie. All you need is some shitty koala. Uh, Puppets, and you puppets, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, well, I'll keep working on it, but it's it's our plan. It, uh, they get like you know, couple couple HD cameras and a, a few shitty actors, you'd be all set. Oh my god, film it on the iPhone. That camera's no, for, yeah, you can do 1080p on those things these days. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they did they they did most of that stupid uh, bad horror movie set in Disneyland on on a freaking iPhone. Oh, I haven't seen that. No, I, I haven't either. But I've heard about it. Yeah. Absolutely fucking horrible, but... Mm. So, what other Australian movies do you know other than Crocodile Dundee, then? Wait, there, there are more? Oh, that, that was, that was, that's what movies? I was about to say. Is there, or have there actually been other ones? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you never heard of Mad Max? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and the, that's coming out soon. The new one's coming out with Bane. Oh, that's as, right. They are making another one, aren't yeah. they? Well, it's Bane as Mad Max. Who is? Bane. I can't think of the oh, actor's Tom name. Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. Thank Tom you. Hardy. This is why right. I need okay. Joel. He's the movie expert. 
when yeah, I ring I'm up kidding. things like that, he's always good to tell me actors' names. But yeah, Tom Hardy is uh, playing Mad Max in this this version. So I'm trying to think of other Australian movies. There's plenty. Oh, I know there's several. I, and I anybody ever asked me a question of what movie have you like? What did you have for lunch? I can't even tell you. Yeah. So. Well, The Matrix was filmed here in Sydney. That's right. All those movies were down there. Uh, well, the, the second and third, they, they did some in America and um, some here. But yeah, that, that's all right. We're trying to forget about those anyway. No, I love The Matrix. Never put shit on The Matrix. I'm not one no, of these. The first, one, the first one is an amazing movie. I just and haven't been the able second to watch and third it were good. I loved them. You think? You really think so? Not really, but I just. I'm. The the the, the quality of acting outside of like the main characters was fucking dismal on mm -hmm. the second and third. Yeah, especially with uh, Keanu. Whoa. Well, he's he was never a good actor to begin with, but. I heard he's pretty good in that the the movies he's done. Yeah, John. Like the John, John Wick that this came yeah, out. Yeah, John Wick. Yeah. Well, I heard he's not any better than he ever is, but they don't expect much out of him either. <laughs> and they're supposed to be making um, another, um, what is it? Uh, Bill and Ted? Bill and Ted, yeah. I heard yep, that. that's what I hear too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Whoa. Dude. Whoa. Well, speaking of actors, um, as, a, as a country, as a continent, actually, um, how heartbroken were you over uh, the death of Heath Ledger? He was Australian? Yes, he is Australian. Was. Wow, okay. Yep. He came from WA, Western Australia. Yep, I'm... Yeah. It was... It, I didn't like the guy for... Because he was a little whiny, little shit. Uh, but that that performance in um, Batman. And there we go again. <laughs> Someone else has an opinion about Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you say Batman, and my dog just trips right up. Yeah. No, um, there's some actually good Heath Ledger movies out there that you probably haven't seen. Um, Two Hands um, with Brian Brown. Uh, what's the other one? I can't remember, but yeah, you've you've seen him in like Ten Things I Hate About You and all those shitty American oh, yeah. Yeah. Ameri American movies he's in. But uh, he did a couple of great Australian movies. And well, yeah, he was a charming as fuck actor. I mean, yeah. he, but he was clearly a douchebag in real life. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had some issues. So, but yeah, that Joker performance, like everyone. Well, said. well, it, well, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been like Raul Julia, and his last movie was freaking uh, Street Fighter. Mm. <laughs> What's wrong with Street Fighter? I love that movie. It's oh, got it's, it's, it's fucking got fantastic. Yeah, it's got you know, high Kylie Minogue in it. Another Australian. Oh wow! This this uh, national deep, pride is deep cut there. Yeah, <laughs> always national pride with me, mate. I stand up for Australia. <laughs> but no, you can see it because you're way down there. Yeah, I'm way, way, way away. Way down under. There, there, down right. under. I come from a land down under. <laughs> <laughs> you can dance if you want to. No, I don't need to dance. I hate dancing. Uh, it, it's better to be Australian than New Zealand. That's all I got to say. And that's uh, yeah, I've heard that. that. I thought you were all just one country. No, well, we should be. New Zealand should be part of Australia. But Why is that? Because New Zealand is just a shitty little country. And this is me trying to tease Nikki from New Zealand. Hey, Nikki, <laughs> how you going? <laughs> yeah, we, I imagine that they uh, think of you like Austra uh, Canadians think of us. Yeah. Well, New Zealand is pretty much, uh, you know, can. 
Canadian <laughs> to, to America. Well, quite a bit smaller, but uh, yeah. yeah. So there's some rumors out there that the Bloomin' Onion was really originated in New Zealand. Is this true? I don't know. You'll have to ask Nicky. But no, I don't know. This Bloomin' freaking onion thing. It's funny. There is um, there's an Outback Steakhouse I go past every morning on the bus going to work. And I keep saying I've got to go there just for the podcast. They actually had the balls to build one of those fucking things down yeah, there? Yeah, they have. They're, I think it's three or four in Australia. But I, I never knew they were here. And I'm... When I go to work, I pass one. I'm like, and they literally have the sign: "We have the blooming onion." <laughs> so I, I want to go in there and um, just for the podcast and order the blooming onion, and I want to interview the manager for the podcast. Oh, you need to. Yeah, I, definitely. I, I've been talking to Joel about this for a while. So when I get the money, when we got the spare cash to waste on shit food, and well, you don't need to actually order anything. Just go in there and you know. Tell them you're gonna, you know, you know, advertise the restaurant on the show. Yeah, this show that gets like what, best hundred people listening to it. You're doing about three times better than we are. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I know, because we put this out on um, Talkshow as well as iTunes and that. So I, we get about fifty on iTunes, and I think Joel tells me we get forty or fifty on, on Talkshow. We're on Stitcher as well. Wow. Yeah, well, I, 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 explain talk to to me. I thought it was—I didn't even think that thing was still running. Yeah, it's still running, and it's, it's a lot better than it used to be. Um, as long as you've got a, a file size under 100 megabytes, I'm pretty sure you, you should upload it for free. So. Oh, and it and it just automatically goes to iTunes. No, or I do or... the no, I do the iTunes things. I I use Libsyn. Oh. I use Libsyn. Oh, so oh, so you still got Libsyn account? Yeah, I, I've got the Libsyn. Yeah, and so I run the iTunes and Libsyn and that goes up and Joel does um, talk show and Stitcher for me I send him the file afterwards and uh, we try to just make sure we can give it to people who want it because certain, no, uh, certain people don't like using iTunes I don't know why I understand I, mean, I, I don't I mean I, I used to just have an Android phone and didn't even own an iPod but I'd still download on my podcast because everybody yeah. freaking put their podcast up that way that's why I think of it's like well yeah, iTunes sucks, but for podcasting, it's perfect. You know, it's all free. You just have it set as a yeah, subscribe. The show downloads automatically for you. Especially now with the iPhones, that's that's how I do it. I don't even load them on my computer. I just have my iPhone set so it you know subscribes straight away. Get up no, in the morning. Here. All my my podcasts that were you know uploaded that night or the day before are ready for me to go to work and. Um, go to work. Do you know what I do for a job, don't you? Yeah, you kill people, right? No. I put the people in the coffins that have been killed. That's the way I heard it. <laughs> well, that's where the killer woman name virtually originated from. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you're... Well, you fo- no, I, I know what you do for a living, man. Yeah. You, you build coffins. Mm-hmm. Coffin maker. That's fascinating. It's not that fascinating, trust me. It's a pain in the ass. Um, well, the story goes, I, that's what my first job was when I left school. At 16, I did a cabinet-making apprenticeship uh, in a coffin factory and worked 10 and a half years in there. Then did something else for 13 years and then got fired and needed a job. And I uh, ran into a guy I used to work with at the old coffin factory. He said, we've got a job available here. So I've been there for a year and a half now, back in the, the box-making business, as I call it, boxes. But if you if you want to 
see any photos, uh, you've got to find me on Instagram. It's Killer Wilbur. But yeah. So I Instagram a lot of coffin photos. Can you make like some custom coffins? Like a, like a big like anarchy symbol on mine or something punk rock related? Yeah, we could. Yeah. Anything can be made, mate. Is that is that morbid to plan your own coffin? No, it's not. I'm, I've been thinking about it since I started making coffins. It's like, yep. Yeah. I want to go in the most cheapest box ever. Do, do you guys build anything besides coffins? Like, you know, little no. like custom urns with, you know, interesting oh, designs and shit like that? Well, we do, like, ash urns for putting the ashes in. And um, uh, any funeral-related, yeah, we can make it. We do, oh. but it's basically coffins we make. But yeah, yeah. Back back in years ago, when I was still working as a security guard, I had this one guy I knew who was you know was going to have himself cremated, but he he had a custom urn made with a with a uh, trap door that opened from the inside, built into it because he's like terrified of he was <coughs> severely claustrophobic, so he, he insisted on having a way to get out just in case, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, we're fucking retarded, but there, there you go. Yeah, how are you going to get out if you're just a pile of ashes? Yeah, well, what do you do? Yeah, he's a fucking moron. Yeah. But for me, like, I see how much money gets wasted on funerals. I think it's a joke. It's. it's what, the, what, what the fuck do you care? You're dead. That's, that's what I say every, virtually every day at work to people. It's like, what do you care? You're dead. You don't know. But that's the whole problem with the industry. It's not the person that's dead that matters, it's the family. And they, they get so upset if there's like. Or oh, the coffin wasn't right, or you know, oh, the handle wasn't shiny enough. Or in three days, it's going to be buried or burnt or burned. Yeah, I know. It's so much uh, the money that gets wasted in funerals. Like if, if someone spends more than fifty bucks after I'm dead on my on what to do with my body, I I would be pissed. Well, my theory is like spend as minimal on the funeral and use that money and have a drink, you know. Put a yeah, feed I want on. all the people. I want all the people I met through podcasting to get together at a bar and you know drink the place out of everything they got. Yeah, that's all I want. Use the money on that, not on a freaking stupid coffin that's just going to be burned or buried. And don't keep get making these funeral directors richer. It's funny you don't find a funeral director driving in uh, a little shitbox car. They're always driving Mercedes Benz or BMWs or you know. So. Well, my plan is uh, when when Harry Trucker dies, I'm I'm uh, probably going to try and sell his body for sex, and then use the proceeds for that to uh, buy myself a lot of whiskey. Uh, it, I, give me ten bucks now. I'll let you do it. <laughs> Necrophilia. I I bet he'd make good money on that if he just didn't get arrested. Um, as you can imagine, knowing like working in the industry, I've heard many stories about necrophilia. It was a guy that worked at a funeral director. He used to go into the freezer and uh, fuck the frozen dead bodies, basically. <laughs> Disgusting, I know, but what's the matter? The body's dead. But, 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 but how, how can you even keep it up? It's cold. I don't know. I, I just... Uh, yeah, but yeah, you can imagine. I've heard all the stories. Yeah. Co- uh, the Care bottom, to share any? The, uh, well, like the bottoms falling out of coffins and the dead body just falling on the ground. Um, funeral directors driving um, miles away, then to realise they didn't even put the body in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've had what, it all. What about what about shit like you know them, them pulling scams like you know, you know reselling the same coffin over and over again just and just yeah. dumping things out no, you know into the grave. My mom used to think that they just reused the coffin. There's no money in that. Really? Why you wouldn't you want to sell? Well, you could, no, well, you could sell the coffin for ten thousand dollars. You know, once no one's looking, you know, just put the body no. in card or cardboard box, throw it in the ground, and reuse it. Sell it for another ten thousand. No. Well, no, they don't. It's just it makes more sense to sell them a new one. Charge, um, mm-hmm. let's say, charge eight hundred dollars for a coffin that costs them a hundred. The the upmarking on the prices of coffins is unbelievable. What we sell them for, and what you actually get charged is unbelievable. Well, it's, yeah, it's just a wooden box when you get right down to them. It has some fancy particle board. It, but... It's just particle board with a vinyl wrap on it, most of them. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, here in Australia, we're not these big yank tanks, as I call them. <laughs> you know, the ones with the the lids, you know, square boxes. and Right. Yeah, the ones I see in movies. Um, there, uh, there's been stories like um, putting the wrong body in the wrong coffin, and then they've already um, burnt the body. And then they put this other body in the wrong coffin and it was someone that weighed less. So they put bricks in it to make it feel heavy enough that they think the body inside's the person they... Did, did it get buried with the wrong body or...? No, the, what happened, the first one was burnt, so gone. Um, ah. They realised that um, they put this little old grandmother in the wrong coffin. So they were supposed to burn her and um, they burnt, let's say, a 27-year-old, you know, someone solid. Yeah, so they got rid of the wrong body in the wrong coffin. To cover their mistake, they uh, put bricks in the coffin. So when the people lifted it up to carry it in for the funeral, they'd think it was the, you know. Right, make sure the weight's the same. Yeah. yeah. Carrying funerals. So anyway. Well, when you get right down to it, you do that kind of job long enough, you don't. You really can't really give a shit about, you know. Uh, you wouldn't believe how people in the industry just... It's, they just don't care. It's just you, you've been doing it so long. It's just another piece of meat to you, really. Yeah, it's got, it's got, it's got to be a freaking you know rotting slab of meat. You know, damn yeah. at this point. Well, well, you have to. Sometimes you like if you work in the industry, even for me, just making coffins. You, it sends me a bit crazy. But you know, you have to go numb to it. Especially like if you know when I'm making baby coffins. You know, when you make the small coffins and the baby coffins, you can really like lose your shit if you don't just go numb to it you know what I mean where you just alright just, just gotta do it so we talk a lot about dead babies on our podcast <laughs> and, um, and not a lot about the coffins so that's that's sobering thank you yeah, yeah that was actually supposed to be the name of the show except no one thought iTunes would let us use it so yeah I know I think I saw something or you talked about it heard about that yep yeah but yeah anyway death we all got to face it so, in the end. <laughs> you have cats? Yeah, I got two cats. My wife thinks they're incredibly cute. Oh, she's seen the photos, has she? And evidently, I, this is news to me. She, she's she. My wife is stalking you on Twitter or Facebook, Facebook. So, yeah. Yep, I've got a black cat and a tortoiseshell cat. What the hell is a tortoise shell cat? I'm, I hope it doesn't actually have a shell. No, it's just got different colors. It's majority white, and then it's got like little brown patch, and then a black patch. And but that's well, the technical term for them, as I know. That's my indie girl, my tortoise shell, and the other one's Charlie, the little black cat, who always 
as soon as I set up this uh, equipment, he's always in here, wants to join me. But unfortunately, he likes biting on cables, and so I can't allow him to be in the podcast studio while I'm podcasting because he might pull a cable out right when I'm recording. So, yeah, uh, we have a, uh, a calico cat, which I believe is similar to your tortoise shell, mm-hmm. and um, she likes to jump on the table mid-recording. Yeah, and that that's just a great time. Well, my cats are having fun at the moment because we just put the Christmas tree up yesterday. <laughs> And put all the decorations on it, and oh, toys! I'll play with this. Wait, wait! <laughs> Christmas is celebrated in places other than America. Um, Christmas is for Christians, and there's more. There's Christians all around the world, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm fucking with you, right? I know you're fucking with. God damn! You, have you ever listened to this podcast? I play along with the gag. <laughs> Uh, uh, but we celebrate it. He's like on his 12th beer for this yeah. hour. But so. we celebrate it in reverse. It's only different. Yeah, you actually go outside and get a tan after you get done opening yeah, presents. Well, exactly. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So you celebrate baby Jesus going back into Mary? Yep. That's how we do it. <laughs> That's really hot. Mm-hmm. And a little gross. And um, as we've mentioned on the show the other week, um, it's summer down here for us. And the poor Santas who dress up as Santa... Uh, they collapse a couple of times because they're dressed up all in that. Do they still wear the same stupid shit? Yes, they do. That's ridiculous. No, There's a reason. They die. Need die sometimes. <laughs> what do they not believe in heat stroke down there or something? Nah, we're Australians, mate. We're tough. <laughs> You're alcoholics. I don't know about tough. Yeah, well, throw a couple of beers, a couple of Fosters down, and uh, throw the Santa suit on. Let's go for it. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, DJ just reminded us that we were c- kind of being assholes here because we completely forgot to mention another couple of our uh, main players on the show. Uh, Pegleg Pete and uh, his wife Jen are also a couple of our hosts. And uh, I think you you probably re- – did you ever hear the Little Donkey show from uh, yep. you know, probably about, no, 12 years ago or whatever the heck it yeah, was? I know about it. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure that we brought them up because oh, the yep. Pete wouldn't like punch me in the throat next time he came over. Yeah, when you started doing it, and you you, you just call him Pete, Pete, and I'm like, oh, that's just Pete, and then you go Peg Leg Pete, and go, oh, that's Peg Leg Pete. Oh, yeah, yeah. He lives about an hour north from here, and we uh, talked him into driving down for the show. It helps that he actually knows what he slightly what he's doing in front of a microphone. So at least we have someone semi pro on the show. Yeah, well, not like this show. Very unprofessional, Alicia. Uh, no. You're doing great. Yeah, I'm doing great, yeah. I told you, I'm lost without my Joel. <laughs> I'm lost without my drop bear. What about your didgeridoo? <laughs> He's currently playing with mine. <laughs> the thing is, I've got to think of a show name. Because Joel usually, Joel usually comes up with the show names and does the show art. He's told me I'll, you know, just give him some notes and he can, he'll do the show art and think of a name. Um, that's not my deal. How about, how about awkward silence? The podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I should just send him the file and get him to listen. He can work it out himself. But yeah. uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, this is the point where we come 
to where usually we have R for random. <laughs> when the show starts winding down, that's when Joel goes, all right, now we go for our R for random questions, and we don't have any. We've already had our questions anyway, haven't we? Well, we were trying. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. I think uh, you need some more Fosters, my friend. Nope. I'm drinking wine. That's my we choice. Just, we drank an entire bottle of uh, your finest, which is Yellowtail Chardonnay, and uh, it is gone. Well, it's not Jesus. quite gone yet. It's gone now. Party parties, you say, I can drink, you know, have a drink of Fosters. So I usually would say, well, there's none of that shit in my house, but there is. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting to have, throw at my brother. Have you actually ever tried it, just, just to say yes, you have? I have tried it. Okay, no... We're on the same page then. It sucks. Trust me. You know, I don't have to trust you. I just tried to drink a can that I, you know, I gave the rest to Evan because he'll drink anything. Yeah, that's true. That's like um, Kevin on uh, Undercover Unitards. They had a, a drunk show where they were just drinking really crappy alcohol. And um, they had um, Foster's there and I was listening to the show and they go, we're going to save this for last because I know someone's going to get pissed off when we drink this. And as soon as he said that, I've gone, I know what you're about, <laughs> about to drink. <laughs> so the last thing they drank was Foster's. And Kevin drunk it and he goes, it's not that bad. About 10 seconds later he goes, oh shit, that is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but then he continued to drink it. I'm like, you're a dickhead. Yeah, it's, it doesn't taste bad originally, but the aftertaste Aftertaste, yeah. That's where it kills you. You know, I, I'm okay with it. I think I could be an official Australian. No. It makes you un-Australian if you drink Fosters. You can drink anything. Stop it. <laughs> You've been told now. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks, DJ, man. Makes me feel better. All right. If, I've told you before. VB, great strain beer. Try Cooper's. Um... Yeah, Cooper's Ale is pretty good. Any of the Tasmanian it's called, beers? Call, it's called Victoria Bitters, is it? What yeah, is Victoria it a, Bitter. Like some kind, is, is it like an IPA or what kind it's of beer a, is it's that? It's a bitter beer. I don't know. comes in a, with a green label and it tastes nice. That's all I know. Do you guys have any kind of uh, like craft beer scene down your way? Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, plenty of it. And it's to me, it tastes like shit. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I tried them. I'm like, no. Just give me my VB. I'm happy. But yeah. yeah. If you ever if you ever came over this up this way, you couldn't go into a bar without tripping over something that someone made in their ba- basement. Yeah. That's right, and, and that's what's happening down here. All these craft beers and all these specialty beers, and it's all the little youngster hips, hipsters. Bloody, I'm cool. Look, I'm drinking this, and you can see them on their face. They don't even like drinking it, but they like looking cool that they're drinking it. <laughs> Fuck yourselves, you little shits. Well, that's my whole point here. I'm drinking Fosters because I want to look cool to you, Killa. You don't look cool. You should have seen how cool I looked when I was buying four fucking Magnum cans of Fosters and a bottle of Yellowtail at the grocery store. (laughs) The people behind me were like, oh, that's some beer. Jesus. You should see the hate on her face right now. Yeah, I I can hear it in a voice. (laughs) Oh, God. If it wasn't so expensive to ship stuff over to America, I'd ship you some real decent beer. But It'd be kind of wasted on me. I'm actually not a beer drinker anyway. Yeah. I, I don't drink that much beer anymore. I'm a wine drinker, but yeah. 
don't mind a nice ice cold beer when it's really hot. Go to the pub and get a schooner of VB and sit in the beer garden. And but yeah, I'm more. So of here's bourbon here's drinker. a question for you. We were we were kind of thinking about doing like a drink of the week for our show. And um, last week, I mean, clearly, as you listen to the show, you're going to hear that we were drinking a lot of um, white Russians. So um, here's your chance. You can actually declare the drink of the week for the next show. If you can find it, get some Bundaberg rum. We can't find it. Don't be so sure about that. Well, I say that for two reasons, because it's really good rum. And Bundaberg is where my missus comes from. It's up in uh, Queensland. Up the state up the top of Australia, on the east coast. Oops, I'm making noise. So so if we can find that rum, what should we mix it with? What's the cocktail? Coke. Bundy and Coke. You want to be an Australian? Bundy and Coke. That's the lamest drink I've ever heard. It's Bundaberg rum. <laughs> is is that how they named Crocodile Dundee? No. I don't Jesus know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a knife. Is he named after fucking rum? No. Crocodile, where's Crocodile Dundee come from Bundaberg? I don't know. Crocodile Dundee was in Northern Territory, which is the state next to Queensland. I was just going to say, isn't that Queensland? No, Queensland. Queensland's on the east coast. It's above New South Wales, the state I'm in, the Blues, the best state in the world. Um, Queensland's above us, and right to, if you look at a map to the left of Queensland, is Northern Territory. That's where Kakadu and uh, Darwin is. And that's where Crocodile Dundee was based. Oh, I, I kind of thought all Australians just lived in Sydney and the rest of it was just one big desert. Well, basically, it's, for the most part, it's just Sydney and Melbourne. Really? Yeah. Well, we're the two biggest, like, populations, so. And <laughs> um, Sydney hates Melbourne and Sydney hates fucking Queensland. <laughs> and we're right in between are we, both are of them. Are we just thinking, like, sports teams or are they actually, like, oh, getting sports fights teams. if anybody oh. walks between cities? Sports teams, definitely. In the rugby league, all right, not rugby union, rugby league, we have a, a three-match game. It's uh, the Blues versus the Maroons, which is New South Wales versus Queensland. Every year. And uh, it's it's on. You know, As I say, state against state, mate against mate. Because all these players play together in the same teams in the regular season. And then you go play for your respective uh, states, and it's... It's a full-on game. That's the most toughest rugby league you'll ever see. If you get a chance, look on YouTube and just put in State of Origin. There's just fights and, oh, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I heard that the rugby games get pretty fucking brutal. Rugby league, yeah, definitely. Don't call it rugby. It's called league. Right? People get confused. Unions for the pussies. Okay, you lost me there. Pussies? No, the, the, don't, 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 don't call it rugby. What, what, are you, what the hell are you talking don't, about? Rugby, if you say rugby, it usually means rugby union. When we talk rugby league, we just call it league. Rugby league was born out of rugby union. They changed the rules and changed the game. And um, oh, so, Okay, I see where you're going. League is um, the, the sport here in New South Wales that's most supported. Um, down south in Melbourne, they play AFL. I call it aerial ping pong, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one where you see the guys kicking between like four posts you know 
that's how good uh, AFL is, you know. If you miss the goal, you actually get a little little side, you know, you get one point if you miss. If you didn't get it in for the six points, oh, well, we'll give you a little, little bit on the side here. You're going to get one point because you missed the goal. But, yeah. Okay, I, I don't know nothing about rugby, but that sounds pretty fucking lame. AFL sucks. I hate it. It's uh, we've got two uh, two Sydney teams in AFL now, but yeah, uh, but it's it's more a Melbourne sport, a South Australian sport, AFL. They love it down there. But yeah, when I talk about football, people think of you know AFL or aerial ping pong. So, so it's the more, that's the more popular league then. No, nah, well, it depends where you are. In Melbourne, AFL is more popular. Uh, in Sydney and Brisbane, it's um, rugby league. Um, actually, soccer's becoming pretty big lately around here and they're trying to make us call it football and we don't call it football it's soccer sorry you know you know the, to tell you the truth the, the whole soccer football thing i i it could be bullshitting me but i heard on a radio show where they went over it a bit and it was the the term soccer was actually created in england yes then, it is th- th- then then at some point someone decided that it it, it uh, i don't know if they wanted to dist- distinguish it from something else or Want to make it sound more uh, uh, hmm. classier? There, yeah. There's a word. They decided to go with football instead, and then that spread out from there. Yeah. And now they act like it never happened at all. I forget. Soccer is a. I don't know what language, but it's a term for using your foot to kick something or something like that. Mm-hmm. So soccer really is the proper term. You know, it does work for for what it is, but. Yeah, when you say football here in Australia, it depends what state you're in. If if I'm saying I'm watching the footy here in Australia, it means I'm watching rugby league here in Australia, in New South Wales. I mean, if you say you're watching the footy in Melbourne, that means you're watching AFL. So, hmm. so uh, not being the biggest fan of the sports ball, <laughs> um, I'm a much larger fan of music, and uh, besides the great NXS, what other <laughs> Bands are are really huge in Australia. Huge now or were huge? Well, I mean, obviously ACDC, but other than Akadaka, say it right. It's called Akadaka. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even call themselves that. All right. Well, I, <laughs> I wouldn't know what bands are huge at the moment because I'm old. I'm 41, and I'm still living in the 80s. And I, what I do like playing on this show is uh, Australian music. Try to, but um, Cold Chisel, they they started in the seventies. Um, good pub rock band. They're still around till, uh, still around now. They go on concert tours. And um, one of my favourites are The Living End. Have you ever heard of them? I have heard of them. They're in the nineties. There's. But there's one band that I've seen the most live. They're called The Angels. Have you heard of The Angels? I have not heard of The Angels. Have you heard a song called Am I Ever Gonna See Your Face Again? Maybe. Maybe. And your response is, no way, get fucked, fuck off. Anyway, The Angels is... (laughs) Sorry. When I listen... This, This music talk is completely lost on me, so don't mind me over here. Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw the Angels. That's the most, the band I've seen the most, uh, like in clubs and pubs. And I used to see them like three times a year. Sometimes, even one night, I they had two shows on one night, and I um, 
they said we can stay for the second show and I went yep they're staying um, the way I list my music I, I can never put, put a favourite band but I do put Nirvana as my favourite band but then there's a list of like Australian bands afterwards and as I said you got the Angels next uh, Grinspoon um, Jesus Christ can't think of them They're from Brisbane they did um, Black Betty uh, Spider Bait there we go Spider Bait uh, now I can't think <laughs> fuck you uh, yeah but there's, there's a ton it's, I hate trying to fucking name my favourite bands because it's just so much yeah that's like when anybody ever asks me hey what podcast do you listen to I'm like uh yeah, yeah. Well, I, podcasts I are easy. Mediocre show, and uh, yeah. then I stop. It's about to say mediocre show, and then you go. Um, um. <laughs> I can't say the awful show anymore because that's gone. But obviously, yeah, oblivious. but they kind of reincarnated themselves recently. So, so. yeah, well, it is. It's not the same, but it's three of the original awful show hosts and um, Paul. So, and uh, we've had all of those people on our show here. Because we have Joel every week except this week, but yeah, we we had the mic on, we've had Nero on, and we got Paulie um, about four weeks ago. We had Paul on. So. Yeah, I, I know I know exactly where Joel decided to call off. He, his son is probably just fucking fine. I once called him on what was it the Hobo with a Shotgun being one of the worst fucking movies <laughs> ever made, and he's he hasn't ever forgiven me. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie yet either. Don't. Okay, I'll avoid it then. No. It's funny, his son told Joel to go do his show. He messaged me before the show started and he goes, uh, he said to me, just go do your show, Dad. <laughs> I mean, what, now, how much work does it really take to watch over a sick kid? The kid's probably just laying in bed watching TV. Does he hold the puke bucket or something? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? I don't talk about kids, man. I don't have them. Yeah, well, we had the issue with Justin the other week. We had him, he was jumping in at, taken over someone else's spot because they didn't show and um, we had to wait half an hour for him because his kid had a bloody spew yeah that was a funny episode that really was yeah but it gave us some content for the show <laughs> <laughs> it's nice when we have something to talk about yeah <clears throat> I, when I come to the show I really don't have any major plans we just like talking and see where it leads us and some weeks it works some weeks it doesn't <laughs> no well uh, fans of awkward silence should like this episode that's fine I'm not fussed I don't do this for the other people it's for me this is my church it's where I've come to pray <laughs> well okay then I got a question for you you and Joel contacted me before we ever started the podcast asked if I wanted to be on the show was there a reason for that or is it just because people know kind of know my internet persona yep pretty much we know you we we try to reach out to as many people as we can if you're a friend of us on facebook and we know you're out there that's what we try to do because we like to have different people every week every that makes the show different every week you know what i mean yeah so we've had our bad ones i won't mention any names ryan alan um <laughs> but yeah we've had a good shows we've had a bad shows and and our theory is it's like you're on the bench you become you know you're a third co-host as we like to call you 
well, there's three third co-hosts there now today, but um, we like to, you know, put you on the bench and you could be called into the game anytime. <laughs> well, you're going to have to have me on at least one more time. I, I, I really do want to talk to Joel. He, yeah, he's definitely. He's me too long. Well, you you will because that's what happened the other week when, um, who do we have on? I forget who it was, but Joel was at um one of the cons. Oh, we had Sea Monkey on, that's right. Oh, right. I, I at, heard about that. Never listened at, to it, though. And, um, like, Joel was coming through. So we, um, me and Sea Monkey had fun. He's good. <laughs> he, can take, he can take over a show. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And, um, yeah, I haven't heard, I haven't heard any, hardly anything from that guy since the awful show days. No, he's still around. He's, he's brewing beer now. That's what he's up to. But, um, yeah, so we had to get him back on so he could be on with Joel proper. So we'll definitely get you back on with Joel. It'll be a whole different show because Joel's good at filling the gaps for me. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Talking off the cuff isn't my speed. That's all right. I don't mind. This, this is the whole thing about this podcast is just trying to catch up with friends sort of thing. It was an excuse for me and Joel just to actually talk to each other every week, basically. Considering so, speaking I- of, so speaking of Christmas, do you... Are the Christmas? You still have the same kind of Christmas trees down there. Uh, you, <laughs> you like like decorate a palm tree. What's go, what's going on? Uh, we have um, well, what I've got now it's a fake Christmas tree. No, I don't have a real one. But oh, what kind of idiot actually cuts down a real tree for Christmas? I cut down. Well, I don't actually cut down the trees, but trees get cut down to make coffins. So why not? Yeah, no, it's it's pretty much the the same as you guys it, it all originates out of england anyway the whole christmas tradition idea i think so. and i had this question the other week on the show but what do you put on top of your christmas tree an angel or a star uh mine there's, there's a star in fact i'm looking at it right now sitting, <laughs> it's sitting right like what five feet from the table we're talking on Okay. And in for in my case, I have literally a Charlie Brown Christmas tree sitting on a shelf in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know that one, you know, one b- bent over branch with a yep. single uh, yep. red ball hanging off of it. Or you could do the um, uh, George Costanza or his father's idea, you know, Festivus, just a stick. Not Seinfeld fans. Oh, I'm sorry, we the, the dog distracted us. <laughs> Ooh, shiny thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was that? I said I was saying you could do the um, uh, George Costanza father thing, just a stick, and do Festivus. Uh, is that a Seinfeld reference? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Festivus is great. Um, I actually did a Festivus poll last year and uh, made it out of beer cans and duct tape. As long as it wasn't Foster's beer cans, it'll be cool. Well, you have to use Foster's at the base because they're larger than every other beer can. <laughs> And now that he actually said that, we're going to have to do that with the camera that's finished off. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. And I want to see a photo. <laughs> Coming your way, my friend. Excellent. Now I'm doing the... I can't do it. Every time I say excellent, I've got to do the Monty Bones. <laughs> excellent. excellent. <laughs> Too much of a nerd. I like, I like how you're like Monty Burns, like you guys are friends. Because yeah, Mon- I think his proper name is Montgomery Burns, right? Yeah, but no, I call him Monty. Well, because- it's nice that you guys are friends. Yeah. 
look after each other. He makes nuclear power to kill the people, and I make the coffins. <laughs> it's a very uh, niche industry. Yeah. Uh, circle of life. <laughs> or death. Death, life, it's all the same thing. It's only two things guaranteed in life. Death and taxes. Wow, this is very existential. Oh, God. Joel, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) You leave me on my own, Joel, and this is what you get. You make him listen to this episode, sir. He will be listening. Once it's done, I'll be shipping it off to him so he can put it on talk show. And uh, I hope he does listen. I don't know if he actually listens to it normally because I don't listen to my own show. I can't hear can't stand can't even speak but can't stand hearing my own voice yeah I have the same problem yeah. this is message Joel Joel I do not give a shit about your fucking kids <laughs> you get on this goddamn show and you do your thing yes podcasting comes first before children fucking A alright I have a feeling I'm gonna get an email that says something along the lines of Evan, you're never allowed on my podcast ever again. It's not Thanks, his podcast. Joel. It's my podcast. No, th- I'll be getting that email because I'm the one who insisted on bringing you on. <laughs> <laughs> he does enough other, other podcasts. This is mine. This is my show. He just jumps aboard with me. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was bad at the po- Well, I used to be, like, just listening and trying to make podcasts with bloody Joel. It does three other podcasts other than this one. Yeah, I could barely pull my shit together long enough to do one you yeah. know, one round of podcasts every three weeks or so. I don't know how the hell he does that. Well, every Sunday, I mean, I don't want to admit this, but I, I wake up and go, I don't really want a podcast today. <laughs> I'm tired. It's Sunday. I just want to relax. Well, you, you think but that's the, bad. It, we're actually take, giving up a uh, Saturday night to record these things. So, you know, we we and, and we drag Pete and Jen all the way, you know, an hour south to do it. And they're not going. And they're pretty much stuck here once they're done because they're they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I like you wake up the morning. I I dread. That sounds bad the way I'm saying it, but yeah. But as soon as I turn the microphone on and start recording, I'm like, yes, love it. So, it's just the thought of having to do something. It's Sunday for me. I just want to do nothing. I've already been making 20 coffees for my missus and supporting her because she's in there studying. And 20? Jesus Christ. Nah, well, I exaggerated that. Probably about five I've made for her this morning. But yeah, so I've got to be the good uh, the boy, good boyfriend or husband. Not that we're technically married, but I consider, consider I'm married anyway. Just don't have the piece of paperwork to say we're married but yeah so I've got to be the good boyfriend and while she's studying and working hard and doing all her assessments and every half an hour it's babe can you make me a coffee (laughs) (laughs) so you make the coffees individually you don't just make a pot of coffee no we don't make a pot of coffee we have a kettle I boil the water pour it in the cup no don't go there so now I'm thinking about making coffees God. Do you have like electricity down there, or no, what the hell's going don't. on? We use pedal power. See, there's this little bicycle connected to it. A... <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> there, I got him. <laughs> no, I, fucking Americans. I've got a kangaroo at the back that jumps up and down and makes 
<laughs> yeah, bring the internet and the kangaroo, uh, kangaroo holding a bucket bouncing along the road. And just, for, and the dingo ate my baby. <laughs> what else? I'm trying to think of more Australian references. Crikey. There you go. <laughs> Crikey. So, uh, do you French press your coffee or no. how does that work? No, it's instant coffee. It's just. Are you fucking kidding me? You no, you make I, your girlfriend instant coffee? That's what she. I don't drink coffee. I can't stand the shit. She buys whatever she buys for herself is what I make. Yeah, it's just granules of coffee. I get a teaspoon of coffee, two teaspoons of sugar, pour some water in it, stir it, add some milk, and walk in the room and go here to go, dear. And usually I don't get a thank you, and that's where I get the shits. So I've always said, well, you just. <laughs> If I do this for you, it doesn't take much to say thank you. So after uh, this conversation with, with well, two and a half-ish, maybe three-ish Americans, um, what is your take on us Americans? You're all gun nuts, like shooting people. You hate black people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no, all true. No. <laughs> Especially DJ. She she hates black people. You like dropping like dropping bombs on Arabs. Uh, you want to rule the world. Do you like the Is cliches I'm giving you? Because you've just been giving me all the Australian cliches, so I've just. <laughs> Well, no, I was actually just going to ask, like, is that your take, or do you think that's actually a consensus? No, it's not my take. The thing is. Because I've got to know so many great American people, I don't have that opinion of people. That's basically because the people I know are actually decent Americans, and it's only because of podcasting, basically. You find the good people through podcasts. The rest of you are nuts, but the podcasting people are very nice people. Well, you haven't met very many Americans from the southern U.S., so... Uh, Nikki from Georgia, she's southern. There's a few exceptions. The one that broke a leg and... She's tougher than me. Uh, speak, speaking of that, how the hell does she not even realize there's something terribly wrong with her leg if walking on it makes it feel like jello? I don't know. She's one the tough fuck? one. tough one. She was on the show last week, actually. I know. That's why I'm, that's why I'm getting this from. It's like, it, it's like your, your leg, leg is swelling up. You can't step on it a certain way without it you know, sliding around mm-hmm. and like feeling like jello, and you don't think there's anything terribly wrong with it. Uh, I'd just grab a stick and... No, she's had friends with her. You, you know what you say? I'll sit here. You go get someone, to, you know, an ambulance or get something. Get me help. <laughs> nah, she's, I've got to give her credit, though. She's very tough. and um, She's a very individual person. I can't speak again. Individual person. I, I can tell Nikki's like a strong woman and it's does it herself. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I know. I I love her. She's the closest thing to a saint I know. But have you met her personally? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I when I went out to uh, Philly for the yeah. last uh, mediocre get together thing, she she was out there. You're another one that's met other people. I've not met anyone. Well, oh, it helps to be on this continent. Yeah, well, I've had people fly to Australia. Well, one person and near real in my life, but that's a different story. I've met one person <laughs> I knew for podcasting, and how. <laughs> Look where they went. Well, I know there's like there's a, there's got to be at least one other Australian podcast out there or something, doesn't there? You know, Tori. Well, yeah, Tori. Uh, That's right. Yeah, I don't think Tori likes me much anyway. 
<laughs> I think I'm trying to. He thinks I'm stealing his thunder. He's supposed to be the only Australian. <laughs> well, there are only like f- five people down there or something. Yeah, that's Jesus all it is, Christ. mate. Yeah, it's small. Uh, it's not like five million people living in Sydney. Or, no. <laughs> Alright. Well, thank God for this Fosters. And thank, uh, thank fuck you, you and your Fosters. For the Fosters. Fuck you and your Fosters. Fuck you and your fuck <laughs> Fosters. <laughs> well, on that lovely note, I think we're going to have to uh, wrap this up. Definitely. So, this is the part where I've got to do the plugs. Um, well, how about you plug your show, guys? Where can they I'll find go, you? Well, yeah, contrary to the way it sounds right now, we do ourselves a uh, funny little podcast called No Hope for Humanity. Usually releases every Monday if I do my job right. <laughs> uh, go ahead and check that out on iTunes or Stitcher. and we, You could be the second person to listen to it on there. And, uh, yeah, just uh, check us out on... Uh, what else are we in? Facebook? Well, Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com slash no hope for no hope podcast. No hope podcast. Um, you can email us at no hope for humanity. No, oh, Jesus, I don't even know this shit. I'm the one to set it up. Stop drinking no so many fosters. Gmail.com. There we go. Yep. And uh, we can follow us on Twitter at. Come oh, on. You're, you're looking at me. What, <laughs> what the fuck are you looking at me for? No, it's a uh, uh, no hope pod, pod at Twitter. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not, strangely enough, I was not prepared for this. No, I'm never prepared for it. That's why I've got a little sticker on my computer to let me know our voicemail number. <laughs> Remind me to get one of those. So, speaking of our voicemail number, you can call us at 661-434-5956. That would be 661-434-KWJO. And the KW and JO is for Killua and Joel. Also, you can email us at coffinjocast at gmail.com. Also, find us on Facebook. Just search Coffin Joe Cast. Um, find me as Killer Wilbur. That's all over the internet. That's who I am, Killer Wilbur. Uh, okay, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you for tolerating our presence. Ah, you're fine. Um, definitely get yous back on again when we get Joel. It'd be awesome. Yep. Okay. Now I'm trying... I, I have plenty more Fosters to drink, so. They bought four Drinks cans for some fucking jokes. reason. I'll say it again. Fuck Fosters. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, I can say take... Say DJ. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with a, a, a Christmas song this week. I think it's Christmas time, so we're going to play a Christmas song. But it, this is the Aussie Christmas song. It's called Aussie Jingle Bells. From Bucko and Champs. Good night, all. Dashing through the bush in a rusty holding ute, kicking up the dust. Esky in the boot, Kelpie by my side, singing Christmas songs. It's summertime and I am in my singlet shorts and thongs. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas in Australia on a scorching summer's day. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Christmas time is beautiful. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a rusty holding ute. Engine's getting hot, dodge the kangaroos. 
swaggy clones aboard. He is welcome too, all the family is there, sitting by the pool. Christmas Day, the Aussie way, by the barbecue. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas in Australia on a scorching summer's day. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Christmas time is mute. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a rusty olden youth. Come the afternoon. Grandpa has a doze The kids and Uncle Bruce Are swimming in their clothes The time comes round to go We take a family snap Then pack the car And all shoot through Before the washing up Jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Christmas in Australia On a scorching summer's day Jingle bells, jingle bells Christmas time is beautiful Oh what fun I'm a dirty, dirty boy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.